Welcome to the Kingsway Christian Fellowship Home Service. We hope that you'll be blessed as you listen to this audio sermon streamed live from Melbourne, Australia. Kingsway Christian Fellowship is a family Bible-based non-denominational church preaching Jesus Christ, based in Wonturner. Visit www.kingswaychristianfellowship.com. Now here is Pastor Werner Schultz. be going to Pastor Wena, who will be um, preaching the sermon. Thank you. Thank you very much. What a wonderful grace is this grace of God. Hallelujah. And God has given us eternal life. And I want to speak this morning on our whirlwind rapture, our whirlwind rapture. And that is in Second Corinthians chapter 2, the verses 1 to 14. Let's read. And the Lord will bless us this morning. Welcome, everyone, wherever you are. The Lord will also touch your heart. Now let's read. And it came about when the Lord was about to take up Elijah by a whirlwind to heaven, that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Elisha said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me far as Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets who were at Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And he said, yes, I know, be still. Elijah said to him, Elisha, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, as the Lord lives and as yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The sons of the prophets who were at Jericho approached Elisha, and said to him, do you know that the Lord will take away your master from over you today? And she answered, yes, I know, be still. Then Elijah said to him, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two went on. Now 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Elijah took his mantle and folded it together and struck the waters 
and they were divided here and there so that the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed over, Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I will, what I shall do for you before I'm taken from you. And Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. He said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I'm taking from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. And they were going along and talking. Behold, there approached, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, which separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. Elisha saw it and cried, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and his horsemen. And he saw Elijah no more. Then he took hold of his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. He also took up the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and returned and stood by the bank of the, of the Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and struck the waters and said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? And when he also had struck the waters, they were divided here and there, and Elisha crossed over. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful story and this wonderful event in the Old Testament amongst these two prophets. Lord, and I thank you that you will teach us something this morning as well. Your word is the truth, Lord. And I thank you that we can preach your word. We don't have to invent anything to preach, Lord. We want to preach your word. And your word is the truth. Hallelujah. I do bless the wonderful name of Jesus. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you might give grace to speak your word. Give grace also to listen to your word. And give grace also to act upon your word. In the precious and wonderful name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful story. A story we see here that took place at the Jordan and, and always returning theme amongst Christians nowadays is one. And it is this uh, rapture or the rapture or in Greek, harpazo. Now listen, the rapture was Paul's answer to a church in Thessalonica that was so confused about the things, what happened. They had wonderful people, elderly people in the church, and um, they, some have died, and they asked themselves, what happens? Now Jesus hasn't returned as yet, because the return of Jesus 
was alive in every church Paul founded and preached the gospel. Now they ask Paul, what's happening now? So many, and you, some, you know some of them who were with you in the beginning, they have passed away. What's happened now? What's happened with Jesus? Is he not supposed to come back? But Paul, he answered this question. He let, let them not be in limbo. And the answer was this. And we read it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17. Then we who are alive will remain with will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. That's very interesting. Paul gives them an account what's happening with these. Now they are asleep. And there is a day going to come when the trumpet of God and the voice of the archangel will be heard. And there will be a wonderful thing happening. The Bible calls this the rapture. Praise the Lord. And the Apostle Paul had a wonderful thing, thing to add to it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 51, it's very easy to remember. 15551. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We all will not sleep, but we will all be changed. And that's something Paul knew through the meeting with the Lord. And Paul received so much. All the teachings we have were not invented in Paul's idea. This were teachings the Lord gave him. And even as he had the celebration of communion, and um, Paul refers and says, I received it from the Lord. And everything he said about communion makes so much sense. And also this what he said about those who have died and what's happening. And he said, behold, I tell you a mystery. What is a mystery? It was always unknown till the Apostle Paul opened it up and said, there is a mystery. What is this mystery? And he said very clearly, we will not all sleep. That means we will not all die, but we will all be changed. Something is going to happen with every person who believes in Jesus Christ. It may be that we will die. It may be we will not die. And if we do not die, there's something wonderful happening. Why are we not dying? As the Apostle Paul always also said in chapter 15, 1 Corinthians, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That means there has to be a change in every 
Christian's life. And this is the change he spoke about. We all will be changed. And that's wonderful. Remember, and I hope you will understand my sentence. This is my invention of a new English. Going undyed to heaven is in God's economy a familiar concept. Beginning with Enoch to the rapture of our time. Now let's turn to Elijah, Elijah and Elisha. Now they were together in Gilgal. And they had a strong relationship. And as it should be always among servants of the Lord. Now Elijah and Elisha went from Gilgal and uh, the Lord wanted to send them somewhere else. And we see here, Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. And he said, no, as long or as far as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. Now Gilgal, was a special place. If you read the conquest of Israel into the promised land, Gilgal was the first stop of Israel. And there at Gilgal was something very interesting and important for Israel. Gilgal means actually there was a stone circle or a circle with stones and that meant something here in Gilgal was the generation that was born the, the male gener generation that was born during the wilderness they had to undergo the circumcision this generation born during the wandering in the wilderness has had to be circumcised and that was so important. Those who came out of Egypt were circumcised most likely in Egypt. But those who were born in the wilderness, they had to be circumcised in order to take away the reproach of the wilderness. Now Elijah challenged Elijah to stay here in Bethel. And they came then to Bethel. And Elijah said to Elisha, stay here, please, for the Lord has sent me far as Bethel. But Elisha said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now we know what Bethel means. Bethel means the house of God. This is the place when Jacob was on his wandering where the Lord appeared to him and he saw a letter uh, from heaven coming down and he was there in his dream and the Lord promised him that he will give him this land. And we know uh, the Lord is so good and was so good to Jacob, and Jacob had a vision, and this vision 
was wonderful. And he said, this is the house of God. He knew because there was a relationship from this place, from Jacob or from God to Jacob. Angels of God were coming down and were ascending to heaven, to heaven. He said, this is the house of God. There were the presence of the Lord or the angels of the Lord ascending and descending upon a group of people. That's the house of God. Hallelujah. We could call it what we want, but this was Bethel. He said, surely the Lord is here. And it was so. Now, Elijah challenged Elisha again. And we read it in verse 4. Elijah, please stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. We see a servant would like to stay and stick together with his master. Now, Jericho was the seemingly unsurmountable city. We read about it in Joshua chapter 6, verse 26. And finally, through God's method, Jericho fell into the hands of Israel. And um, Joshua, he made a curse or put a curse on this place. Now let's read in Joshua chapter 6, verse 26. Then Joshua made them take an oath at the time, saying, Curse be the curse before the Lord is the man who rises up and builds this city, Jericho. With the last, with the loss of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation, and with the loss of his youngest son, he shall set up its gates. And we see this what Joshua said and actually swore and cursed that place with. It was confirmed in 1 Kings chapter 16, the verse 34. We don't have to read it, but we read it was exactly as Joshua said, and it happened that way. Now, in this place, this actually originally from the beginning had a curse upon, there was a prophetic school. There were um, people, young men, who went to so-called, in our terms, Bible school, uh, Bible school. And there were some students, somehow, they had the Spirit of God. They knew exactly what is going to happen with Elijah. And they took Elisha by the side. Listen, do you know that the Lord will take your master from you today? And he said, I know, but be quiet. In other words, I don't want to hear anything. I want to have my master with me. But what God promised, it will happen. Amen. And that's important. Now, remember. Every sincere student of the Bible knows about the rapture 
that will occur perhaps very, very soon. And I believe many Christians in our time, and this theme, rapture, comes more and more often in the conversation of Christians. I don't care whether Dan Andrew closes the pubs. I don't care whether he closes the footy. It doesn't matter to me. But I must say, we have a wonderful hope. And this hope of the rapture that Jesus will take us to him is evident. And we see it in all the signs we have at this time, especially. And so it was here. Now, if you push the rapture aside, then there may be something wrong with your walk with Jesus. Don't push it aside. Let us look up to this day. It could be very soon. We, all, we sing all of us, we have sung it many times, soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah. And you see a total different attitude of many Christians today and the attitude of the spirit and the bride. We read in Revelation chapter 22, verse 17. The, bride, the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, come. What do you say? Come. That must be your desire as well. And that's what I want to awake, awaken in everybody who listens this morning to this word of God. And let the one who is thirsty, let him come. So we see in this verse three times. Come, come, come. Because there is a desire in the spirit and in the bride, which are we, that Jesus would come soon and very soon. Are you rapture ready? As I preached last time I was preaching. Now Elijah was challenging Elisha again. Please stay here. How could he stay there? He wanted to be with his master. And he said, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. And we read in verse 7. Now 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. Because Elijah said, the Lord sent me to the Jordan. And Elijah was totally obedient to the Lord. And so they went on. But there were not two people at the Jordan, at the river side. There were 52. How do I know that? Yes, I count them. Because the Bible says them in verse 5. 
Now 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood opposite them at a distance while the two of them stood by the Jordan. There were 52 people at the Jordan. And what did Elijah do? And we read, Elijah took his mantle and folded it together and struck the waters and they were divided here and there so that the two of them crossed over on dry land. Perhaps these 50 students, Bible students, they learned a very interesting lesson. It's for God not impossible. Nothing is impossible for God. Now, when I was a Bible school, uh, school student, I would have loved experienced something like that, at least observe something as these 50 students of the prophets were. They saw it and they went through what a mighty God we serve. Amen. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. And then as they went on, Elijah turned again to Elisha and he said, as they were going along, and then he said, please, or he said, ask what I shall do for you before I will be taken. And Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. In the Old Testament, it was God's way. And that was this way. When the 70 elders were ordered by Moses to come out to a place because Moses wanted, or the Lord wanted to give these 70 elders the spirit of God. Now, what did God do? Where did he take the Holy Spirit from? We read it. He took it from the spirit of Moses and gave the spirit to the 70 elders. Similar here. And that was, he said, give me a double portion of your spirit. And you know, this story says, okay, if you are able to see me going up to the Lord, then it might be. If not, then it might not be. So I could imagine that from this moment on, Elisha was so intent to watch what is going to happen now. I don't want to miss anything that's going to happen to Elijah. Now, this is attention we need to have. Attention to the Lord. Attention uh, to the uh, rapture. The Lord is coming soon. Hallelujah. And we see these things are happening here in Elijah's and Elisha's life. And we read, as they were, verse 11, as they were going along and talking, 
Behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire, which separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind to heaven. This is real. This is real. And I've heard that in the last times, many, many Christians and many preachers as well have uh, given up believing or preaching the rapture. The rapture is going to come for sure. Now, as they were talking and walking with each other, all of a sudden, there appeared a fiery carriage. And we see here clearly, and the bows were divided. A fiery uh, carriage or chariot and fiery horses. And then Elijah was taken up and seen no more. It was very interesting. For this rapture, God sent especially for Elijah a, a taxi. And there was only one person that went into that taxi, Elijah. And we see here, the Bible speaks clearly. And Elijah was taken up. And he was not seen anymore. Now the mantle of Elijah fell down and Elisha, he wanted to return back. And he went back to that place where they were before. And he took the mantle of Elijah and he hit the water and the water divided exactly the same way it happened with Elijah. And that's very interesting. Praise the Lord. The Lord is coming soon. The rapture might be very soon. I'm not quite sure. The Lord is perhaps not sending us fiery uh, carriages, but he will take us himself to him. And let me close with a word of Jesus. John 14, verse, verse 2 and 3. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Praise the Lord. This is not an invention. These are the truthful words of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you 
that you gave us Jesus and Jesus saved us. And Jesus, we thank you that you are going to come and receive your bride unto yourself that we might be there where you are. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thanks.